0: germantown community radio 92.9 fm wggt LP, philadelphia and online at gtownradio.com we are cue the mic cue
1: the mic cue the mic welcome to c- cue the mic cue the mic if i can speak it's thursday april the 30th at time uh, of
0: recording
1: at time of recording at time of recording it's the okay. last day in april so hopefully this these april showers they're doing my garden good but It's a little bit too much now. So tomorrow's May, we're over it. Yeah, quite extensive.
2: I'm
0: a little
1: sad
2: that
0: we're not that we're not recording a hundred. That we're not recording live anymore. But I'm I do feel like we've cap we've worked on capturing the energy and it's it's gotten better.
2: It is nice too because if we can actually go over the time and even though I can't air that much on the radio, I can put it on our site and it can be as long as we want. So that's been pretty nice actually.
1: And, and so we have some new things here. So outside of Fox's birthday, when she had her signs, um, last, was it last week or the week before when you had sunglasses on on the show? It was like the week before, I think. Before. And Griffin has on um, glowing, glow in the dark headphones.
2: Yeah, I have
0: like. Cause I'm a gamer. I have my fancy gamer headphones. They look
2: like rave headphones, like the ones you go to silent discos.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, I'm I'm am i I'm becoming a DJ, everyone. So um, right. I hope you're ready. I am so not becoming a DJ. I, I I would be terrible at that. It is not a good job for me. Yes.
1: Yeah, so we are. This is Doctor Renee norris Jones, not a medical doctor, you know, but a scholar and. For the sake of radio and my grandson, who calls me Dr. Grandmother, this is the Dr. Doctor. Jones. Um, and I have a new grandson. So now I have two, 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 two grandsons. Um, I am my pronouns. Notice how when we go with the pandemic, I know my pronouns every week. Um,
2: <laughs> we go on my, live and it's just going to, you're immediately going to forget like every time. I, yeah. guess, I swear to God.
1: <laughs> my pronouns are she, her, doctor not doctor, but doctor, dude. Yeah, I, I, I listen to, I, I, I answer to those. And I'm here All with right. my lovely, lovely, lovely associate producer who's just, man, she's just, whoa. Let me know when you need that letter of recommendation. It is so yours.
2: Thank you. This is Fox. I go by she, her, hers, and also often dude. And yeah, it's Raining Cats and Dogs we have with us our co-host.
0: It's me, <laughs> Griffin. Um, I use they them pronouns. I'm a student journalist. I don't know why I was so enthusiastic. It's,
2: me. <laughs> it's me, Griffin. Yay.
0: I don't know. Uh, it's been a long day. I'm, it's like nearly the end of the semester and I've been writing essays and stressing out. So I'm kind of, I need I need the radio as my Relaxing conversation.
1: I know, so, I don't I, have
2: our I, lovely lights then, either.
1: Yes, yes, and I do have a question for you, Griffin. Yes. Um. And this is two things. So, this is going to go into the why pronouns matter that is coming up soon. I was about to call you, sir or Mister. You know, sometimes you go the top of the day to you. Um, right. And then I needed some, we're going to jump into that for a pronoun segment because it just happened spon- spontaneously. So, um, yeah, so
2: we have a, a very special guest today. I'm very excited to welcome Daryl Lamont Jenkins into the podcast. He is the founder of a One People's Project and the producer of a documentary called Skin. And I hope you can tell us a little bit about those later, but go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know what your pronouns are. All
3: right, my name, as you said, Daryl Amon Jenkins. I am he, him, director, executive director of One People's Project. The documentary is is, um, Alt-Right Age of Rage. And uh, there was um, a movie that uh, I had, uh, that is about somebody that I helped get out of the white power scene that's called Skin. Um, Oh, yeah. Yes, I was one of the co-producers of a short film by the same name and by the same director that won an Oscar last year.
1: Wow! Yeah, nice. look in wow. the
3: other. Wow! So I've been busy. Where yeah. can we find?
2: Where can we find that
3: to watch? Well,
2: you can find Skin
3: um, if you have Directv, because Directv owns the feature film.
1: Oh wow! Okay.
3: Um, they, you can find it on Directv. You can find it on Amazon Prime, um, a few other outlets. I think it's, it's on YouTube as well. Um, on the paid YouTube um, and the feature film stars Jamie Bell, folks might remember from Billy Elliot, Danielle McDonald um, Mike Coulter who was in the TV show Evil and played Luke Cage, plays me uh, And um, Wow,
0: really? Oh yes. my gosh <laughs> that's really cool <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oh, I, I thought so
2: yeah. <laughs> Did you get to meet him?
3: I, I hope so he was he was, uh, <laughs> yeah. he was trying to portray me he had to meet me. I would hope so too. That's, is he cool? That's, oh no, that's... quite, quite, quite. As a matter of fact, my office—he, um—it was so funny because when I talked to him, I found out that he, um, went to a cop, went to Rutgers University, which is near me. I'm actually my office is actually a block away from, um, from there, and it was basically the One People's Project stomping grounds when we started. So uh so we was able to um bond on that and I was able to tell him the kinds of things that and how kinds of things I did back in the day and how to basically play me. So it it it, it was great. And the short film was basically a um basically a way to show what the director Guy Nativ, can do with um if they if they help him fund the um fund the feature the short film won an oscar so that shows you how impressed they were
2: that's so cool and the one people's project um the site for that is just onepeoplesproject.com right
3: correct and we also have a newsline called Ida idavox It's named after Ida B Wells who um long before we started trying to call out things that people didn't want to call out she was doing it and um And we want to just simply pay tribute to her, which is why we named the site after her.
2: That's awesome. Well, can you you tell our listeners a little bit about One People's Project? Mm
3: -hmm. One People's Project basically is um, is an anti-fascist organization. um, And we have been around for about 20 years as of the 4th of July. Um, We started in 2000 when there was a um, white supremacist rally happening here in New Jersey. And we wanted to oppose it somehow. So we formed a group, formed a coalition. And after the uh, coalition, after the rally was over, we decided we want to maintain the coalition and start monitoring um, hate groups, um, individuals that were involved in those hate groups, and, and work to basically deconstruct them and encourage communities to deconstruct them and their efforts. And we've been pretty successful in that regard. And um, it's not just white supremacists that we deal with. We deal with the right in general. And um, so we don't just um, look at necessarily the far right, because we are rather the racist right, because we realize that um, there are connections between the mainstream and, you know, the uh, the French. And our mission was to show people that connection. And when we started doing that, um, we kind of like, um. I guess you would say we pioneered doxing. And because of what because of our efforts, a lot of these Nazis ended up seeing their groups fall apart. Um, they will be they will lose their jobs, they can't do anything politically. Um, Michelle Malkin, um, who some folks might be familiar with, a conservative commentator, who is, um we we started going after her years ago and she hates our guts. But uh <laughs> <laughs> but basically, um, you can run down, you, you can run it down, and you can find a whole bunch of people back in the day, uh, even now in the um, among the right who do not say our name with fondness. And I'm. Hey, I mean that, 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 that means that. you're doing something right. I think. Yep, me <laughs> right. and my crew have been killing it for the past thirty years, twenty years, and we're damn proud of it. Like I said, so.
2: It's it's it's
0: distressing to me how supposedly controversial, it's become to actually oppose Nazis and fascists. Right? In, like, modern America. That somehow being against Nazis and fascists has become controversial in some way.
3: It is... You know what? I'm not too sure how controversial it really is. I think, basically, you have a lot of... um conservatives that have a very big microphone that are talking a lot of trash. I mean, they like to talk about how Antifa, of, you know, I'm part of that ideology. They talk about how Antifa is a terrorist organization. But they said the same thing about Black Lives Matter. They said the same thing about Occupy. They said the same thing about anti-war activists. Basically, we, um, when you start dealing with the mainstream of society, they're hearing the Fox News narrative about us. Right. About them, about all of us. Right. And it's, it's unfair. It's unfair to everyone who want to see a solution to the problems. So what we try to do is counter everything that they have done. I've been on right wing um, programs in the past to basically counter in all the nonsense that they uh, put out. I'm staying away from right wing programs now because I really don't need the platform. I have other platforms. I have other podcasts. Right, you know,
1: Um, and and I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you that, what was that like to be on those, on those programs?
3: It wasn't really, it wasn't really a problem for me. Basically what I used to go on those programs for in many respects is just get a little practicing. Okay. (laughs) Figure out how Uh to handle it. I mean, there's one, I mean, there's one well-known person whose name I'm going to respectfully not mention. I got into it with him over the whole issue. Uh, of the transgender bathrooms, for lack of a better term, right? And that it, we talked about a bunch of other things. It was right after Charlottesville, but it was kind of like, you know, that set everyone off amongst his fans. I don't care that his fans and him are scum. So, so if they don't like me, <laughs> I'm doing a hell of a job.
0: Yeah, uh, being being. Being disliked by Nazis is, uh, oh, no. I, think, I think, something that, like, most people would, should, in reality, be okay with.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah
1: I think it gives you a moment of pause to go, the Nazis don't like me. Huh. Okay. Um, it's one of those things you go... What am I supposed to do with this? Am I supposed right. to react, respond? Right, uh, on the seemingly
0: endless list of people that Nazis don't like, I feel like being on that list is not actually <laughs> as big a deal as people make it out to be.
3: Exactly. Yeah. I, think the o- I think the only reason why um, a lot of people freak out because, um, because they have a tendency of harassing people, especially online. I am 51 years old. I can turn off the computer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it
2: reminds me. Um, you were talking about Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Have you ever been to
3: Harrisburg? Harrisburg all the time. Yeah, I'm yeah. from I'm from Jersey, I, but One People's Project was based in Philly for a while. I used to go to Harrisburg all the time, mostly for protests. Yeah, exactly. I was <laughs> just going to say. Of, so I used mostly to Mostly for some there. of their protests, though. Yeah. I don't think I. I think it's, it's been a long time. I don't think, in fact, I don't think I've ever been to Harrisburg for any of our demos. I always go to the Nazi demos.
0: To <laughs> counter-protest, yeah.
3: Well, there was, there the was a lot of that stuff gather there. gather information, because that's what we do. Right, We go there and right. get the information. So, because, uh, for example, there'll be an anti-immigration rally happening, and we know that the Nazis are going to show up there. So we show up, too, and sure enough, they have the run of the place. Right. Or the oh, NSS of course. rally or the Well, National let me think Social about when Union you were talking rally.
2: about... Um like how the media talks about Black Lives Matter and Antifa. And a couple years ago when I lived there, I marched a lot of the times. I marched with Black Lives Matter and Antifa. And it was funny to me because it was like they were trying to paint all of us as, like, these terrible people. But not only – so, like, I'll take three of the rallies that I went to for Black Lives Matter and Antifa. At all of these rallies, something happened to us on our side. Mm -hmm. um, We tried to block the street peacefully for a couple minutes. Someone tried to hit us with their car – um, mm-hmm. We found out later on at another rally that some one of the neo-Nazis that were like it was a white supremacist-led group, and one of them was planning on on
3: bombing the mm-hmm. protest. That's wow. the one I was at.
2: Really? Oh, you were at that one. So was That's I. The
3: National Socialist Movement rally.
2: Yeah. Yes. Oh my God! Yeah. I just I found that out. I was
3: actually filming a TV show at the time. <laughs> what? That's. Oh wild. my God.
0: Fox, are you secretly on television right now? Yeah, are, like yeah. this whole time, were you secretly like a cameo in the background?
3: <laughs> it was. It was. It, it, it was. Um. It was an interesting deal. I mean, that group was actually supposed to have another rally in Williamsport, um, a couple, um, on the eighteenth, I believe, but because of all of the coronavirus stuff, they had to cancel. It's oh, the National no. Socialist Movement. Yeah. Right. And. Right now, the guy who led the National Socialist movement at that time has announced that he has since given it up, and he's no longer white power and no longer neo-Nazi, and he now works to um to help other people change. And it's a lie; it's a ruse. He's working oh. With that. Uh,
1: oh goodness!
3: That is getting a very bad reputation for mm. being a cover for that. Wow! That's terrible. So, so so they're still out there. They're still trying to do some stuff.
0: <laughs> that's, well, that's actually scary that's that it a- can be hidden oh, yeah. like that so easily.
3: Well, that's one of the things that's really um, an important thing to note about what's going on. While they are saying that um, being anti-fascist is a bad thing or whatever, you do have groups among the right that want to try to co-op what anti-fascism is doing and make it into their right. own and right. make them the go-to people um, if you want to try to fight racism, and they're not trying to fight racism or fascism or anything, so in the end it's it's basically neutralizing the opposition right and because we recognize it for what it is, they're failing miserably at it
2: wow
1: and 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 has the pandemic slowed any of this
3: down yeah, it did it did. Well, except for
2: the right wing people that are protesting in Harrisburg right now to try to get the country yeah. back open. I was, well, <laughs> well, yeah, was going to that say.
3: A, that's the difference. But the thing, but that, you know what? To be honest with you, that benefits us more than it does them. People, get- because you're talking about a lot of those groups, a lot of those um, individuals in the street are folks we've been complaining about for years the three percenters, the Proud Boys your garden variety Nazis, they're all out there in the streets showing everybody that they really don't care about the country that they pretend to care about and about the people in it. Only thing, they want to try to make it, it, turn their narratives into reality, and they're not. People are actually dying. They are actually getting sick and dying. Um, and, and even And even then they don't care. The woman, there was a woman who was um, a part of the North Carolina crowd that was out there in the street. She got the coronavirus, went to another rally after being diagnosed. Wow.
1: And, How irresponsible is wow. that?
3: Now, now, if you have, to, if, that, if that's the kind of people we have to deal with, their whole logic, their whole um, rhetoric about fighting for liberty and freedom goes out the door. They are frauds. More to the point, these are folks that keep on talking about how they want to start a civil war.
0: Right.
3: So the the fact of the matter is they are telling you how dangerous they are. They are telling you how much of a threat they are to today's society, and we have to meet that threat. And in many respects we have, which is why they haven't tried to pull any stunts lately. But that nonsense that happened today in Michigan, where they stormed the state house with it fully loaded, no one else would have been able to get away with that.
1: I'm sorry. No, they did that in well? Harrisburg
2: too. They had they had AK-47s, they had shotguns in Harrisburg at the rally.
3: But they weren't inside. Oh, weren't I didn't realize that Harrisburg. they were actually inside. They went inside the state house in Michigan. The Black Panthers tried that 20, uh, oh no, 40, 50 years ago, and they changed the gun laws in California. Wow. So, uh,
1: so how did they get past the metal the, the metal de- detectors?
3: They didn't go through them. Apparently, I mean, they just went ahead and did what they wanted to do and they let them.
1: Yeah, I see that that's the key word. Somebody allowed that to happen. You know what I'm saying? Something allowed that to happen because you're not just walking in there with a gun and you're not coming in with the group with a whole bunch of guns. Um, Right. Yeah. I
3: mean, mean, there's so many allowances and so many. See, this is one of the um, important things about them coming out. Um, that what I've meant before about how it benefits us, we get an opportunity to see how they deal with that crowd of protesters versus how they deal with us. We go out there and we carry signs, and they want to pass laws that make it legal for people to run you over. All right? They will talk about, just last week they were talking about a woman who was um, getting arrested in a park? First of all, it was a staged protest, but they want to talk about how a woman had gotten arrested because she was playing with her kids in a park in Idaho. And I'm sitting there saying, "I see you, and I will raise you one mere Rice." <laughs> but we're yeah. all supposed yeah. to understand. We're supposed to um, rally around her flag, so to speak. And the fact of the matter is, um, we have to just basically. This is one of the times normally we would be out there just documenting and taking note of all of this going on um, and who and who was involved. And some people are. Unicorn Ride has been out there in Minnesota. That's another organization. That's another um, media outlet that we have. And. uh, But um, for the most part, everybody has stayed home because we're all trying to stay safe. So basically the Nazis and the neo-fascists and the three percenters have the run of the place. But what that does for us is that we see them. The mainstream of society sees them. And we are able to let people know that this is what threatens us. They are letting you know that you are not them and they are ready to pop off and hurt you. So let them keep on keeping on. We will remember this.
2: The only ones that really sucks for, too, is the healthcare workers. I know in the one in Harrisburg, the Capitals like, a couple of blocks from the hospital. I know they were stopping crucial traffic from being able to get to the hospital, and the more sick ones that they, you know, the more people they get sick, the more our health system is going to be compromised. I feel so bad for the healthcare workers right now,
3: and... They, see, that's the one of the reasons why I'm particularly sick. Like I said, we will remember this. These folks are going to be looking for that treatment. And, I mean, we. I mean, I know there's a joke going on on Twitter. Give, uh, for them to fill out an application, says I, um, I'm refusing treatment because I decided to be out here. That's not an actual thing. So they're going to be in those hospitals. They're going to be getting sick. I mean, they're getting sick. As I said before, they're getting sick now. Some of them are dying, and they are saying, and, and it's saying not only they don't care, but they, they were the ones that decided to make that choice. Fine. Thank you. You made that choice to do whatever you wanted to do, but that choice is affecting us. So,
1: yeah. so, so I have a question then. So the ones that are getting sick, are they still just as vocal or are they kind of disappearing into the woodwork? What, what's kind of happening there?
3: Well, the one. Well, I could tell you a few of them have died and some of them are. And, but the rest of them are still just as vocal. In fact, when we start talking about the churches, I mean, we've had uh, we had one church in Louisiana that everybody's talking about where two or three people um in the story, in the news stories, have gotten the coronavirus when they had a full, um, when they had a full house. The pastor is still coming out, and still, and and the churches are still packed. And he, I understand that we are we are close to a cure, we're flattening the curve, and all that. Um, we do have to be prepared for a second wave, but again, they're showing us that they are not, um, they are not um, a part of the greater community. They have created. Uh, enclave within themselves, and they only care about themselves and their narrative.
1: You know, and I mean, it's um, I got tested last week because I was potentially exposed to someone, and I'm going to tell you, those were the scariest few days of my life. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was, was
2: scared for you. I was like pacing in my apartment, like, oh my god. What's yeah, Renee? we were. Gonna we sick. were all scared for Renee. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was surreal just to go through the test, and I went through Temple because Temple has a site. <laughs> Near um, their medical school, where it's just for Temple staff, faculty, and anyone over fifty. So I had met the over fifty, and it was just, it was smooth. I pulled right in. There was no one in front of me. I had a scheduled time, like the next day. Results are back in two days. Um, I still have to, even though I came back negative, but that it was surreal. Just getting swab. Mm-hmm. It was just surreal. And I remember just sitting in the parking lot because this has been going on for a couple of weeks now. And right. you talk about the, the, the numbers of people who have died worldwide and to be sitting in your car and having this done, going, I'm getting tested for something that I can die from. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. it was yeah. just,
3: it and, was and, crazy. And,
1: I, I can't imagine doing that and then going back out there unless you really got some things that are loose upstairs. To just not think that this is real. And, and,
3: and, and in addition to that, you have people out there that are trying to game the system since it's in a weakened state right now. Why is Hahnemann still closed? Why is Hanuman still closed? Oh, that, you
2: know, that guy that, that owns it who refuses to... Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God.
3: Exactly. I mean, I, I, I was furious when I saw that. I mean, they can't do... And the sad thing is, Really can't do eminent domain because that will cost more. So right. I mean, I don't know if they have um, resolved that situation or what have you, but the fact that
0: I signed a I signed a petition for it when I passed it around. I signed a petition mm-hmm. for citizens, you know, citizens demanding, uh, is a uh, the the city council was passing it around. Yeah.
2: Uh, I, mean, I can't imagine being that much of a bad person. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah I can I've, I mean I see them every day <laughs> right yeah that's that's fair yeah. I do
0: have a I do have a Being, question you know. I do have a I do have a question um I know that a lot of this stuff doesn't really change be when electoral politics gets involved like these people exist are funded regardless of you know whatever the electoral politics are of the time but I was wondering so you you'll see with a lot of, like, very conservative politicians now, this push to, like, do things like, there's, like, talks of, like, people, of, like, senators refusing to um, allow, like, judges, to approve judges unless they, like, pledge to, repeal you know pledge to pave the way for repealing roe v wade and stuff like that like like these absolutely insane kind of repealing of like civil civil rights you know things and i was wondering what would say would if those things ended up happening if things like if first of all how do we feel the virus is going to affect the makeup of our actual politicians? Because my fear is that it's going to be a conservative grab because voter voting is going to be way, way down. Um, But also would in, in your opinion, if these civil rights were peeled back, would that empower these far right groups in ways that they would not be empowered normally or does it not really affect their kind of plan and all this stuff
3: well that's why they're out there they hope that they can peel it back they hope that they can um use this opportunity to um promote those agendas that they have already and we are talking it is now it is now april it's the end of april 75th anniversary of the death of hitler by the way
0: right yeah oh yeah i saw that yeah um, I'm, uh, but November is a long time away. I apologize for bringing up. It's six months it. away.
3: Yeah. It's six months away. So, but people ready- need to vote by
2: mail. They want it. They need to
3: uh, register I, right I, now.
1: I, yes. Yes. I was just going to. I was just looking up that so we can get that website out there, um, to vote by mail. I just registered the other day to vote by mail.
2: Yeah, we can find it. What were you saying, Daryl?
3: So what I was. So what my point was. Look, the conservatives conservatives expect to lose and lose big Hillary Clinton's mistakes in the uh, 2016 election are not going to, are not going to be made by Joe Biden. They're not, I mean, I'm not a fan of either of them to be sure, but I do recognize the political landscape for what it is. And Joe Biden basically runs Pennsylvania. He right. runs and, and, you, and he still has the unions and he still has that momentum in Michigan and in Minnesota and Wisconsin, in the states that Hillary Clinton lost that would have put her in the White House, he's not going to lose. He's not. Right. So that means that Trump is out of there. And what we're going to have to expect after that is Trump going on tour, talking about how the election was rigged, and all the psychophants are going to be talking about Trump 2024. So right. I mean, so, so that's what we can expect. But what I would say, I mean, well, that's what we hope we should say, because anything's possible. Right.
0: Yeah, God. Knock on wood.
3: (laughs) With that in mind, Uh if I'm thinking that, you can best believe those conservatives that are in power right now are thinking that. And they're trying to get as much as they can before the election comes because they know they're about to lose everything when it does. Um, Right, because they know
2: deep down that they messed up.
3: Yeah. See, one thing that everybody keeps forgetting is that Whenever we get sick of something, we fix it. We are not weak. We are not, um, how should I say, we're not helpless. And when we realize just how helpless, how not helpless we are, um, we do something about the things that we are concerned about. And we are definitely going to take care of this nonsense that we had to deal with over the past four years. It's bad enough that we had to deal with it for the past four years. Should mm. never have gone this far. Um, I would say that, um, when that happens, a whole lot of people who you are hearing from on that knucklehead side are going to feel it, and they are scared of that too,
0: right? So, so you know, I guess in their minds, it's oh, we got to get this stuff in now while we can. This yes. prop, we got to get this propaganda out there
3: because they also know. They can do whatever they want in regards to the judges. They are trying to push the judges through, because and that's one of the reasons why. But we get in there. Well, if they get in there, because <laughs> I'm not a Democrat, if they right. get in there, um, it'll be their turn to put whatever judges they want to put in, and they will get them in. and it, And it will basically negate anything that's happened over the past four years. That's what they're afraid of, because society will right. be behind all their efforts. Society is not behind what Donald Trump and his sycophants want. Right.
0: It's it is it is the what are the estimates putting at like thirty percent of the country or something like that supports yep. Trump or something like that, which is it's,
2: that's still very high. I know it's not high enough, but that still it's blows sc- my mind. It's, with how yeah, high it's
0: it. a, it's scary when you think about it, but it's also. It's also distressing when it's very clearly like it is so far away from anything resembling democracy that it's it's just laughable.
3: But look at it like this, though. They've always been unpopular. They've right. always been this. Why would but they I have remember, to
0: steal leftist language if they weren't if they exactly, were. You
3: know. Exactly. But take a look. At, but that's a change. But that's, I mean, the fact that they're doing it as much as they have is a definite change. Could you take a look at, okay, I got started in the 90s. I got mm-hmm. started in the 90s and you were dealing with um, the Christian coalition, the religious right, and all that. So mm-hmm. all these suit and tie folks were the ones that were running things. Right. <clears throat> and um, as time went along, and as we started becoming more and more involved in culture, when the demographics started shifting f- to the point that we got a black president, this is what that's what they're really freaking out about. That they were the one, they were the generation that let that happen. That's when you started seeing conservatives do things that they never did before. Hmm. I mean, you take a look at Donald Trump, Donald Trump is everything that right-wing has said we should never be. They used to lecture us all day long about the kinds of things that Donald Trump is giving, getting a pass to.
2: Pass to. It's right. wild. It's wild. The parties are shifting so much. Democrats, the DNC is acting like Republicans. Republicans are acting like, I don't even know why. It's a whole brand new type of insanity. But it's, uh, I think that's even more clear that I've said this a billion times, but I think that bipartisan bipartisanship isn't working in this country right now the way it is and we need to set up a new system because it's it's just clearly not working
3: this new system will have to be created outside the old one oh um, yeah the um the major parties are too embedded too embedded too um too much of a dependence on them is such that we cannot really we've been having a hard time trying to push through it. And that's one of the reasons why, and I keep, I make this point whenever I go out and speak and I will keep making this point. That's one of the reasons why Occupy happened. The reason why, reason, what we were looking for with Occupy was solutions to the problems that we could not, fi- that we cannot find through a corrupt political process. We was trying right. to solve problems outside of that.
1: Right. That's
3: why when John Lewis went to the Atlanta encampment, they asked him to leave. Um, congressman john Lewis because he wasn't going to be that solution they didn't want to hear from him he was really as much as for uh, for his legacy and much love to his legacy much love to him for um for what he did back in the 60s for that for what it is that occupy was trying to do he was part of the problem because he could solve all the issues that Um, That we were fighting for. Now they want to talk about fight for 15 that came from Occupy, but they don't have to fight. They can actually just go ahead and get it in there.
0: Right, because there is a government solution to that.
3: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um. Wow. I feel like I, I feel like I've learned more in the past 30 minutes than I <laughs> than I maybe have in the last week or two. It's going to be like it's
2: it's, it's like it's, it's almost like our, our entire political system has been reduced to a bunch of toddlers. That's what it feels like to me in my brain. It feels like mm-hmm. we have a bunch of toddlers running around the White House, both parties. They're just throwing their own poop at each other. They're writing on the walls. And, like, we literally have to, like, metaphorically pick them up, put them in different rooms, go, okay, you're not in charge of anything now. You need to chill out. you got a time out. We're going to rebuild know that, stuff.
1: That's funny because Kiddy early game. on, early on, um, Michelle Obama said that Donald Trump was, like, weekend dad, um, <laughs> which is so appropriate. Yeah. Of
2: maybe. Um
1: <laughs> So and yeah, you know, she had a mind of apologizing, but he w- it wasn't anything bad. She didn't call him out of his name. He's like weekend dad, you know, doesn't have a clue. Um, weekend dad,
2: TM. It sounds like a superhero,
1: yeah, <laughs> so
2: like an anti superhero. Fighting
3: Grime, but only on the like I'm off. Right. Yeah.
2: And um, before we move on to our other segments, I did want to ask you one question as it pertains to like the LGBT community. Um, And all of your time with, you know, neo-Nazis and spending time in right-wing spaces, what have your experiences been with the LGBTQ community in those spaces or, like, attitudes towards them? Because, I mean, I'm under the impression, and I've noticed that, obviously, where you find right-wing and and neo-Nazis, there's also anti-LGBT, just like there's, you know, anti-women's choice, all that kind of good stuff. But what have your experiences been?
3: Just like when you're in, um, I know that whenever uh, I go to CPAC, there was actually an organization. This is where it starts getting weird because you're starting to see a lot more LGBTQ people in those spaces working with um, working right. with those groups that are trying to cut, so weird. cut us Right, all the,
0: the high-profile example of Milo Yiannopoulos.
3: Milo Yiannopoulos and don't um, look him
0: up. He's awful. Anyway, sorry.
3: Peter Thiel. <laughs> Everybody up, Everybody forgets about Peter Thiel. A lot of that alt, so-called alt-right stuff that we see, Peter Thiel's a billionaire that started PayPal. Um, he doesn't own it anymore, so don't worry. But a lot of the alt-right stuff, so-called alt-right stuff that um, we have been dealing with over the past four years has been funded by him.
0: Wow. And,
3: he, and he, is a, he is someone from the community. Right. And he does not believe and he makes it clear, and he said this while he was speaking at the Republican convention in 2016, that he does not believe in democracy. Wow. So I feel like I'm you sorry, you, that, you
2: realize you're in a democratic country, right?
3: <laughs> he doesn't care. Um yeah. he, he wants to take it down, really. That's what this that's what all these efforts are to do, to deconstruct everything. And Peter Thiel is a part of that, a big part of that. Um, I would say that um it does say a lot about how successful we have been over the past 30 40 50 years because they did it to black people all day long i mean you got um you have a lot of black conservatives out there especially black trump supporters who um like the posture as um as not like all those other negroes you know the ones that are right 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 we're not like those other sensitive gays Right. So we all got so we all have those. Um, but what it says is that um, we have been pretty successful in what we do, because after years of after decades of um, rejecting the community, they now know that they have to appeal to the community somehow or appeal to society somehow by bringing people on that are from that community as sick as they may be, but the fact that they have to use us to get go ahead, to go forward, and I'm talking about the right, says that they are already on, they have been on shaky ground. They do not have much of a foundation. You take a look at that and you see that and you tell them that and you remind people that just 20 years ago, Milo Yiannopoulos would not have been allowed in those circles. No way what Milo Indianapolis has been allowed in the circles, the way he rolls. And nothing changes. Nothing changes with that crowd. I mean, I was just dealing with um, when I go to CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. Um, and I know you're short on time, but there was a um, there was a group called Tradition, um, the American Society of Tradition, Family and Property, I think it was. They are a kind of like a Catholic cultist group. Um, basically it's all men, they're against communism, they're against socialism, you know, the whole thing. But the one thing that they hate above everything, the LGBTQ community. Oh, of course. <laughs> wow. yeah. yeah. And they were major sponsors of CPAC until recently. Why did they leave? Because they felt CPAC was catering too much to the Law Cabin Republicans, which is a, which is a um, LGBTQ right. organization within um, right. the Republican Party. Although so I, it just
2: blows my mind, people although, like shooting themselves in the foot like that.
0: I I don't know if this is misinformation or not. Didn't the wasn't there like weren't there like big talks in the last couple months or in the last year about the log cabin Republicans like disbanding, like I because not know because they there was there was I saw some news story about how. So this is a this is a famous organization that's that's gay L- LGBT people that are conservative, um, mm-hmm. and it I could have sworn I saw a news story where a lot of their members resigned and they were con- they were at least considering completely disbanding because they because there there's no place for them anymore quote quote and that they would
3: uh, I would have to check. Um, I don't know if they actually did disband um that that will be that will be news to me that looks like they're still up
0: yeah that I, I, I could be that could be you know false information but I, I I at least heard that they were struggling is what I heard that That's plus, just I know like
3: they was getting a lot of I know they was getting a lot of pushback I know they was getting a lot of pushback right but and Trump said, did not climate... look good for them Mm-mm.
0: either no
3: but the climate has been such that um They probably didn't have to at this point because they're being, you know, the the party finds them useful now. Right. And that's something that- that, blows my mind. Well, brace yourself, because I think that in the next 15 years, at the very 15, 20 years, it's going to be a little bit of a switch on the parties. I think because they have to stop listening to their bigots, you're going to start seeing um, the GOP um, reach out to um communities that they didn't normally reach out to and 15 20 years from now a lot of those kids that are in school right now that are in college right now are going to start getting into their careers and they're going to start becoming republicans but they're yeah. going to start becoming republicans with our ideals
0: right the it's i I don't know I feel like people were saying that like 10 years ago like after we obama right 10 years ago. Yeah, the, the, they, they were saying years ago. they were saying, oh, the GOP is gonna have to start, you know, you know, they inviting are. more people in. But then they doubled down, you know. With, they doubled
3: with... down because the old guard is still there.
0: Oh, they doubled
3: right. down because the old guard is still there. They are old and will die soon. I think it was David Hogg that kept on saying, "We will outlive you." Right. Yeah. And 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 eventually, the people that grew up what these shifting demographics are not going to have a problem with those demographics sh- demographic shifting within the GOP. They might not be as conservative as they are today. Now, here's the fun part. The Democrats might be. Right. Because the uh, maneuvers that they are making now... Suggest that they are trying to. They have things that they're trying to preserve. That's why you see them fighting progressives all the time. Governor Ed Rendell said it on CNN: "The Democratic Party will not be progressive." He said. He said that a couple of months ago.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. I'm like, what's the point, you know? How exactly.
3: how
0: how bizarre would it be to live through, you know, the, the, the party shift that was solidified in the 1960s with Desegregation, and then there's another shift post post you know whatever has happening right now you know Mm -hmm. seeing the parties flip again that would be absolute insanity
3: but then there is the other thing that might happen that 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 thing that's just waiting in the wings third parties and independents stepping up realizing how to win elections even as corrupted as as a political process we have
2: Oh, that right. would be amazing that
3: will happen too that I mean that uh, just in just in
0: Philadelphia the working People's Party got a mm-hmm. got a seat on the city council which is the first time it's happened in like I think 80 years or something like you know some very very long amount of time that the first time of a third party ever you know got a seat on the city council which is a
3: you know fairly Wait big until- position. Wait until the
0: Greens do it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The Green Party, I feel like the whole Jill Stein thing kind of
1: really... Jill
3: Stein, Jill Stein will not always be a factor. Wait until the Greens do it. I mean, I mean, everybody hates Ralph Nader for what, for what happened 20 years ago. Everybody hates Jill Stein for what happened in 2016. They nice. might even hate, um what's his name, Howie, I, I, I forgot his last name, um, for what he's doing now, but sooner or later, the Greens may be one of those parties that say, you know what, we can win, we can win elections, and then they'll yeah. start. You start seeing them in city councils. Eventually, you start seeing them in Congress. Remember Bernie Sanders? He was never a Democrat or Republican, right? Eventually, right. that is going to happen. And the reason why that's going to happen, that, yeah, I, what I what I said before about how you're going to start seeing more people joining the Republican Party that normally wouldn't. Mm. You are also seeing right now a lot of people who declare themselves to be independent. They don't want to have anything to do with the major parties, and they are going right. to run, still not wanting to. Right. And that's going to and that's going to increase as we go along.
1: And that's a good segue um, <laughs> to uh, to move on. Um, uh, great discussion. Great discussion. So um, we're going to go back and.
0: Yeah, um, thank you. I learned a lot. Thank you very much.
3: <laughs> I could
2: honestly, I get honestly talk and rant about this for like eight years.
3: <laughs> we do have I other have so, parts of the so show. So much pet however. up anger. <laughs> yeah, I apologize for co co-op, opting much of it. Oh no, it's fine. No, like so we
2: can, we can make the episodes fine. on Pinecast as long as they need to be.
1: Yes. No. We're we're glad to have you. Uh, Fox has been raving, waiting for you to come on, waiting for you to come on. So. Um, I know we did. Did we switch right around the pandemic time? Is that what happened?
3: What happened was here's here's the fun part. Yes, that was what um, I was supposed to be at CPAC when um, the first time because I I was going to be in D.C. and I was going to be able to talk to everybody and chill out. Um, But yes, the pandemic began and we was like, Trying to play safe, so I didn't go down there. And sure enough, it was a smart move because somebody got sick. One of the first people that got sick was at sea.
2: Oh yeah, I saw that.
3: So wow, like so, uh, Ted,
0: and like Ted Cruz was exposed. Yeah, I the, think, yeah,
3: Ted Cruz was exposed. Did he get it?
0: I can't remember. If he I don't know.
2: I think he. I, don't, I haven't heard anything from him in a while. I don't know. I don't know.
0: No, he's around. He's yeah. he's out and about. But Much he, to watch but, the grin. But yeah, unfortunately well
1: I'm glad, we got you on. I'm glad fox i'm glad fox you know you guys reconnected got you back on the show definitely have to have you back on again
3: i'll uh, be here i remember Jamie, i'm in jersey so if you ever need me face to face just let me know
1: well as soon as awesome. eventually we're going to be back in the studio eventually uh, yeah <laughs> um we moved to instead of just recording we wanted to have the visuals because the visuals um it, it mimics a little bit of being in the studio where you can kind of feel the energy of people. Um,
2: Plus, I miss our, our little homie studio with our little like
1: <laughs> Yes, yes.
2: And yeah, taking pictures
0: and, yeah, it's nice.
1: How did I do the screenshot before? There's oh, I a, think so. In there. the
0: bottom left. I don't dare. There.
1: <laughs> D- wow. Darryl, can you come into the photo? Something like this we can put on Facebook, you know? Uh, <laughs> But you you have your light up headphones. See, there we go. go. No, not when we're talking. (laughs) I can't get the the
0: reflection out of my glasses. It's really. There
1: we go. There you go. There we go. All right. So I'm going to do it. You ready, folks? You ready? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. (laughs) Oh, no. That
0: does not look great.
1: I forgot. I need a haircut. Oh, my God. I got the bonnet on, and oh, my goodness, no. I'm either going to I'm either
0: going to forget all this. Let's just move on.
1: I saw that. Oh, my God. I have an afro in 2020. No. So, yeah, don't worry about that at all. I'm either going to take the clippers out and bald it, or I'm going to blonde it, one or the other. Ooh.
3: Yeah, hey, look it. at me. I'm usually shaved down.
1: Yeah, so am I. It's nothing. It's almost bald. It's, you know, down to nothing. So this is, woof, this is a lot. So we're going to flip back over to why pronouns matter. So last week, we had on um, Chris Nelson from Trans Manners, Trans Miners Rights.
2: Trans Manners.
1: Yes, trans minors, right. And I saw what she put on <laughs> Facebook. And earlier, when I was singing my lovely song, you guys like my voice? Yes. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Um, when Renee I should pursue a, a singing
0: message. career, Renee. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Renee sent us an amazing voice message over text earlier, uh, thanking us for being such a good team. And she sang to us, and it was
1: amazing. Yeah. Yes. La, 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 la. Beautiful. <laughs> yes and in there i said i mean i like i i like titles i like formal names and you know i you think, honorifics. i use things like i'm sorry
0: i said honorifics
1: that's yes. what
0: they're called right no or is that something else I,
1: I think you're right i think you're right too that sounds about right um i, I, I like you know the kind sirs and the the madam well not not ma'am not ma'am, let's be clear. Oh, yeah. We, we,
2: we denounced ma'am as a thing last episode. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I think when I was singing and singing the praises of you guys as a team, um, I said something about boys and girls. I said, no, 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 I can't because Griffin's they, them. And I went into this whole thing in my head. So, Griffin's, so for that kind of thing, my question to you as they, them is what and thinking in hindsight about chris being on last weekend what chris posted what titles do you go by uh
2: admit, that's like, a
1: funny like cute ones, unusual that's a good ones.
0: question i i don't know i have to think about it and i feel like this is kind of i don't know um i like the silly ones the si- I, I i mentioned this with when we had chris on I like the the ones that are kind of silly and outrageous, like, uh, like you know, so like, captain and citizen and comrade and
1: you know Our all back. this sort of.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think those are all really cool, uh, but those are kind of obviously silly and used in very particular contexts. Yeah. Um, like, so,
2: what does boy? What does boy mean to all of us? B O right. not B O I B O I.
0: Yeah. So B O I, I right. have seen a lot in um in general with young people but it's also one of the things that's specifically catching on in the trans community among the people who enjoy it and it's a sort of it's a sort of softer way of saying boy it's almost like a like a like a mid-ground between the boy and girl it's like a sort it lean obviously leans more towards boy but it's it's kind of a middle one Um, And
1: and and how is that one pronounced?
0: It's just pronounced boy. It's just, you know, so, so, um, I'm trying to think of an example of how, how I'd use it. So, like, if someone's, if someone's dressed up really nicely, they might post, like, I'm a fancy boy or something like that. And they'll have B O I, right? Right. Um, and I, find that I I, it obviously really depends on whether you enjoy that or not my observation would be I feel like people that enjoy that um will tend to be non-binary or will tend to be maybe transmasculine or you know or trans men um but I mean there a lot of people use it as a completely neutral one I don't say I mean I use it as a, I mean, I use it as a joke. It's it's hard. So the thing with the internet is that it's hard yeah, to no, decide too. when things are ironic and when things aren't, because you start repeating like a joke often enough you just kind of keep repeating it. In real life, um, yeah. But it's I, in a
2: lot of memes too. Like, yeah, boy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's so <laughs> I don't know. For me it's it's alright. I don't I don't think it's a preferred one. I don't really have an answer on what I'd prefer as far as that. Um yeah.
2: It's also it's also used a lot in uh, with like with lesbians in the community. This is how I this is how I knew the name like years ago before it, it was more of like a pronoun type of thing and it was like it was a lot used a lot by lesbians who were more boyish or in the BDSM community submissive but butch. It's kind of like a lot of lesbians use it as as an is Yeah.
0: It's almost uh, like way a. To
2: explain what kind of lesbian you are.
0: It's almost like a soft boy, which is its own. That's a different phenomenon. Which
1: soft is boy? <laughs> like,
0: yeah, soft boy is like a different thing.
1: Are we still talking about the BOI? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. Because I know it from urban African American males. Yes. And, and that's. Yes. It,
0: yeah, I mean, as uh, that, it, it happens. It happens so often that it's that it's probably problematic on some level. That so much, so many terms, like "y'all" as well is now being you know turned into like an LGBT term and all this sort of stuff. Uh, There's a there's a graph that I've that I've well graph quote quote that I've seen where it's the so many so many you know popular quote slang terms will originate with, like, you know, gay African-American people, and then it'll go... There's a graph where it splits, and then it'll split into gay, you know, mainstream gay, and then mainstream African-American, and then from there, it'll split into, like... It usually goes into, like, white women, and then from there into, like, you know, everyone kind of using it.
2: Huh. Huh. Okay. You know, yeah. you know what word I really hate? For some okay. reason that's really gained traction in the fashion, or just white girl world when 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 places call stuff boho or bohemian and it's just like they sure get to it boho at target. oh yeah oh yeah yeah it's a lot of like stuff you get from like i don't know you get from target or like you get on amazon and it's like a like a i don't even know how to explain it it's just a certain style and a look and they'll be like oh it's it's boho fashion it's really it really yeah, gets no, that's to me. I hate Yeah, that's so terrible. Yeah, that needs that needs
0: that needs to stop. That's not good.
1: It's like nineteen
0: seventies, bohemians. Whatever, boho needs to stop. I don't like boho.
2: Irritating. As yeah. as heck. it makes me yeah. irrationally angry.
0: <laughs> right. Anyway, that anyway, going back to your to your yeah. original well, question, I don't have an answer to that. I don't. Well, generally, I don't really like sir or Mister or boy. On on like official things. I did have to fill out an official thing where it it wanted a miss it wanted you know on- an honorific, even if it was just Miss you know or Mister or whatever, and I put Mix, which is the MX, um, which ah. is gaining popularity. Well, I, I like that. I that think it's neat.
1: There, the fact that that was on there is is fabulous. Yeah, that's great. Right.
0: Right, so I, I do enjoy that one. Um, otherwise, I kind of like, you know, I'm fond of the more ridiculous ones, but that's probably just because of my sense of humor.
1: So uh, the M- MX like is too. pronounced mix? Like mix, is that is that how you pronounce it?
0: Yeah, MX mix, yeah. It's cool, so I like it. So how would I
1: address you? Would, would I go mix Griffin, or? I
0: guess, although that just sounds weird.
1: That sounds
2: funny, because it sounds like a mix something. Yeah,
0: like- I don't know.
2: Can
0: I call you Mixed G? A lot of my friends call me G, and I don't, I don't know where that started. I guess you can call me G. I never really kind of had to say in this. Um, yeah, you know,
1: friends, I think I've called you G sometimes, just with the first yeah,
0: letter. It's fine. I don't care. Um, well, yeah, I, but
1: I'm, I'm liking the mixed G. I'm liking the mixed G. I like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, or if you feel <laughs> yeah. the urge to say, sir, or. Whatever you can instead say mix, I think that's kind of cool. Okay, all right. I said up. sir
2: and mix in such a session that my brain just went sir mix a lot, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right.
0: Anyway, so today's today's <laughs> word was boy b o i.
1: All right, all right, mix g. So oh, we uh, have some. Um, already- do you want to do gas cue yes, thank you so much. So, Daryl, gay Q is our gay answers to straight questions. It's the questions that every gay person in the entire universe that I speak on behalf of them have been asked.
2: All of the
0: every gays.
1: single one ridiculous question. Without a do you want
2: an offensive one or one that we can make educational, or both?
1: <laughs>
0: Usually, both is the good is the good good. Balance.
1: Yeah. Um, so go it's something fun and racy. Let's go racy. For for a let's go. I don't know how did that game go. Give me a G for ten, Alex. I don't know how did that game show go.
2: Well, oh 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 oh, Alex Trebek. What is that? I don't even remember Jeopardy. the name. Of it Yeah.
1: Jeopardy. Um, I'll take Racy for fifteen hundred.
2: All right. Cool. This one's this one's just kind of dumb, honestly. But I guess it's salad or whatever. Someone said on my poll that they said they had gotten asked once if you use they them pronouns, does that mean you have split personalities?
0: Oh. no. No. No, it doesn't. Oh. It it, okay. it I mean I guess it's I guess that's an in, an interpretation if this is the first time you've heard this before. But no, that is ninety nine times out of Ninety nine point one well, times.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think. I mean, you
2: can have new... split personality, but it has nothing to do with being trans.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it... yeah, I, I think we have a new category, and that category is we can't even answer that. We just yeah, that's just Good a point. wow. We're just we're wow. You I guess that's just you just a wow. just in your room. Um, think about this for a minute, okay? You're kind of, um, yeah, yeah, you were, yeah, just, just, yeah, okay, yeah, we're not even going to respond. And, we,
2: this one's less offensive and kind of an interesting one. So this is from someone who is genderqueer but leans towards trans masculinity. So they were assigned female at birth, but their mom asked them when they were starting to transition saying, but are you going to lose your innate femininity? I don't want you to lose your ability to multitask and have empathy for people. I thought it was interesting, because one, this woman clearly doesn't think that men can have any empathy, which, you know, is sad to think about. And, um, yeah, thinking I guess thinking that you lose your innate qualities just because you lose, you know, your feminine pronoun. Wow.
0: That's kind of crazy. That's gender roles and gender stereotyping. Um,
2: It is. Multitasking, too.
0: (laughs) Right. So... Uh, if our listeners have not have not checked in with this stuff, I feel like a lot of people have, but I don't know. Um, look into like Judith Butler and the stuff that she's written about, like gender as performativity rather than you know being biological. That's I think a big part of it. Um, like so, ba- basically, what that comes down to is that behaviors like that, which are socialized behaviors, are First of all, they're they're based on individual people. There are individuals of both genders who have less empathy than others, right? But if not having empathy is stereotyped to be a, a male or masculine behavior, that's part of, you know, behavioral stuff and not really, you know, how people innately behave, um, so it's probably not the best to like perpetuate that kind of stuff i guess i guess that's probably it was probably intended to be a cute question like a tongue-in-cheek question rather than a totally serious one
2: but on the off chance
0: yeah but on the off chance that people think that is actually real that like you know men are less likely to have empathy for whatever reason it's no no and we should break these gender roles
2: And also it's about the roles that you impose on your children because it's kind of clear from that question that that person either wanted or after they were born preferred or were happy about the fact that they had a child they perceived as female or feminine. So they were mourning the loss of their child being feminine, which is more of a reflection on something that they wanted out of their child and what, you know, might be best for their child or what their child wanted, which I thought was kind of interesting. And also, you know. When people transition, they change things about themselves, um, but that doesn't mean that they are completely a different person. I think that's right. a fear that parents have: like, oh, I don't want to lose lose something. I don't want to lose this person and this child that I grew up with and loved. And it's not necessarily that's not going to happen. It's still going to be the person that you know. They're just going to be in a skin, fashion, you know, body that they're more comfortable with. That they
1: all right. We are moving on to newsworthy or not. Um, this is our opportunity to briefly discuss some of the other things that are happening around the world. Um, and so we get to say one word, folks, one word, maybe two. Short, short phrase. Short, oh, so it goes from one word to a short phrase?
0: Yeah, because <laughs> if we say, oh, my God, that's three words.
1: You're right. You're right. Okay. Speed <laughs> ramp. we're gonna
3: get out of here so newsworthy
1: or not we talked about earlier people with arms and you know ever since the pandemic guns were allowed to be um essential businesses um and in the heart of north philadelphia there was a report of 10 men with guns on their waist wow yeah yeah wow that's yeah
2: that's i feel so comfortable
1: yeah um, Facebook has reported ad revenue, and ad revenue hit. Their ads are going down.
2: So they're getting less money for that. I think ads? that's
1: good. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. That's uh, strange. Yeah, that's, that's strange.
2: good. Yeah. Um, that's strange, considering yeah the pandemic. Yeah.
1: Um, economists ex- expect 3.5 million unemployment claims, new ones. Yikes! That's a surprise, though. Yeah. Temporary.
0: Yeah, not not surprise. Yeah,
1: mortgage sub-prime. applications jumped 12%. Huh? Again? Mortgage, yeah. Mortgage applications. Huh.
3: Subprime. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, why are people bringing guns to anti- quarantine protests?
0: Oh, that's a whole nother Game conversation. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, what did you say?
1: I missed that one. Venus envy. Ah.
0: (laughs) That's a good one.
1: Oh, that's funny. Compensating. (laughs) Yes, it says, Time Magazine says, if the Great Depression is any indication, things won't just go back to normal after the coronavirus pandemic ends. But I don't think we knew that. We know this. Not surprised.
2: Oh, I have one. More people have died from coronavirus than have died, than died in the, and the, more Americans have died in, during the coronavirus pandemic than the Vietnam War.
1: Wow. Wow. Tyson Foods is warning that millions of, millions of pounds of meat will disappear from the supply chain as the coronavirus pandemic pushes food processing plants to close. Not surprised.
0: Learn how to I, cook plants,
1: buying. no panic. No no is, panic. Is, there any, is there any vegetarians in the house?
2: No, but I cook a lot of vegetarian no. stuff randomly for no reason. Yeah, I
1: eat, meat. Meat. I eat red meat. Uh, Washington Post says that the pandemic changed our definition of essential.
3: Wow. Yeah. Essential work.
1: Maybe.
3: Yes. Maybe. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, more than half of eligible Americans have received their stimulus payment since they started going out. Not me. Not
3: me. <laughs> yeah, not me either. <laughs> nope.
1: Yeah. I'm trying All to right. keep it
3: at two word minimum.
1: Yeah. Here, here it's you origin. go. Um, number forty-five is pushing spy agencies to hunt for evidence to prove an unproven theory that a lab in Wuhan was the origin of the current.
2: Oh the- my God.
3: Break. Right. Yeah. I
2: don't even want to
3: you will find the birth certificate. you will find Obama's birth certificate there, too.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's going to start up again here soon.
1: Yeah. And Bear Paint come up with the 2020 color of the year. This is on MarthaStewart.com. Um, it's a yellow-based paint, green, and it's supposed to be our desire for peace and tranquility.
2: I disagree immediately. Okay. It, it
1: looks like soup.
2: Oh, I knew it. I disagree.
1: That's yeah. I. Yellow, it's not green.
2: Is it like that That vomit green, from like, in yes. shot
1: Yes, yes, that's exactly yeah. what it's like.
2: That's oh, exactly
1: okay. what it's like. <laughs> and I'll leave you with this one. Yesterday was International oh. Dance Day.
2: Oh, dang it, I didn't dance. I didn't know. <laughs> I missed it. Oh, Renee, I have one. Okay. Oregon Police reminds residents do not call nine one one if you run out of toilet paper. <laughs> so that was happening.
1: Oh my if god. We're calling,
2: do not call nine one one. If you're out of toilet paper, folks, just wash your bumhole and get on with it. I mean
0: other <laughs> other countries police are delivering toilet paper and goods to people, so
2: it's Yeah, still well, a we bidet. don't live <laughs> in
0: a perfect country.
2: I know, I said that, I said that so long ago when I first started, I was like, just How get up the day.
3: How is it homeowners how is it the bidet industry has not skyrocketed?
2: Actually, I do remember like right after I bought one and I was telling people on my Facebook to get one. Um someone tried to get one somewhere and they said that they sold out. So at one of point course. I think they were selling out.
3: You know what's gonna you know what's gonna um really see a resurgence? I said this when all of this started. Um you know those fancy Japanese toilets?
2: Ones where you have to like squat. Really well, far down. Well, they,
3: they, uh, well, they actually um, kind of like doubles as a as a bidet, but before you um, get up, it also powders and perfume perfumes you're behind. Some things <laughs> like, yeah, no, 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 no. I am not kidding. That's that what is so strange. About- <laughs> this thing costs five thousand dollars. Wow. Wow. And they're all the rage in public toilets in Japan. In public toilets. <clears throat> So my thinking is sooner or later it's coming here and uh, and I think what better time than now
0: Could you imagine the United States federal government spending money on luxury public toilets cuz I I think it would never ever ever new Instagram, ever Instagram trend,
2: trend. Well, maybe, maybe like Instagram government. models being
3: like look at my toilet <laughs> hey, it's, 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 it's the 21st century you're going to see that
1: Oh my god that's hilarious
3: I mean well, but, that would be pretty cool, but you know.
1: Yeah, let's not give him any hints. Um,
3: no, it's too late. They know. They probably, <laughs> come on. Trump already probably has one. Yes, yeah. he probably
2: he probably agree. has a gold one.
3: Yes. He does. Yes. He does have a solid gold toilet. Oh my yes, god. Yes, I, I
1: read that a couple decades ago. Yeah, he has a solid gold toilet. Yeah, and I'm sure went does. to the White House with.
3: Him. Of course he does.
1: Yeah. Well, folks, that's all we have for this week. Griffin, do you have some parting words for us? Oh, 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 let me give you the votes PA. Yes, yeah, so that's You can just, for Pennsylvania, because we're in Pennsylvania, you can just type in Pennsylvania votes or voter registration in the name of your state, and there should be an option in there for an absentee or a mail-in ballot. I've already yeah, sent mine in. To you can it. go online and register for it. Um. You can sign up, you can, I believe, can you still register to vote or we've missed that deadline?
2: I think they extended to the vote by mail to like June. I could be wrong though. Yeah. I have to look it
1: up. June something, June something and it might depend on your state, but yes, please, please, please yeah. register to vote by mail. All right. Okay. Um, but that's it, Griffin. You got some parting words for us?
0: Yeah. You're listening to Germantown Community Radio, ninety-two point nine FM, WGGTLP, Philadelphia, and online at gtownradio.com. We have been
1: Cue the Mic. You the mic. Good night, folks. Yeah. Good day. night. Ciao. Bye. Stay healthy. Catch us on the social medias: Twitter,
2: Facebook, and Instagram at Cue the Mic Radio. You can find our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Alexa, Spotify, Radio.com, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Deezer, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. And as a reminder, our old episodes are still up on Podomatic, but we have moved our feed over to Pinecast.co. Be sure to check us out there for all the updates on the new episodes.